Hi, this is Jeff Kober, and we welcome you to a Disney at Play visit to the Magic Kingdom. Let's check out what's going on. I'll just tell you, it is a beautiful, sunny, clear day. It's a little on the cooler side, but for you people up north, you'd probably be wearing shorts and a t-shirt right now, as opposed to somebody like myself. Notwithstanding, we're here at the entrance. Park attendance uh, across the parks has been really kind of soft lately. And uh, in fact, we're staying at the boardwalk and I could tell the, the occupancy there is, is quite low. Behind me, you see the train station and uh, it's obviously under scaffolding as we uh, prepare it. I think this is a great time to prepare it in advance of the uh, 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World to get that fresh and looking great. And uh, let's go into the park. We're here on Town Square. And uh, as you can see, it's just a little quieter here in the park. Of course, it often is quieter this time of day. Although, truth be told, in a regular season, people will be lined up getting ready for the three o'clock parade. And uh, that, isn't, uh, that isn't happening right now. And uh, in fact, we'll have to keep an eye out for a character cavalcade, see if we can find any as we come through. We're turning the corner toward the castle, but I thought, since the Christmas tree came down, I thought we'd take a look here. Statue of Royal Disney and uh, Minnie Mouse. And uh, this is just a great little, great little statue piece. Uh, good timing. We have a character cavalcade coming right down Main Street. We are sitting right on the corner, looking right up toward the castle as uh, Princess Merida comes down on her horse. And then behind it, a castle and a lot of good princesses uh, joining in this cavalcade. that uh, takes two people to take care of the horse and one to take care of the uh, honey pot, I think is what that's called, to pick up any uh, residue left over. Beyond this, we have the uh, princesses coming down the street, Kingdom of Dreams. We have uh, Ariel and uh, Princess Tiana, Belle, Snow White, so many. And uh, Fairy Godmother, as well as uh, our Princess from Tangled. Just a little thing I wanted to pay homage to. I just love how they took this particular store on Main Street and returned the uh, theme originally, the House of Magic with tricks and puzzles. And uh, originally that's what it was. These stores used to be more um, broken up, very much like it is still at Disneyland today and there was more individualized merchandise that was sold. In this case, the store sold um, puzzles and, well, really magic tricks that you could buy. Um, others sold things like candles, 
from China. And uh, it was a very, uh, it was a much more broken up kind of uh, store thing. They, they took down all the walls between these stores to make it easier for traffic to come to and from. But I kind of I kind of miss the individual stores, and you can still get a sense of that in, through portions of uh, the stores on Main Street at Disneyland. So if you ever get a chance, check that out. All right, let's move into Adventureland and see if we can find some uh, adventure up ahead. I. Uh, should note that in our last podcast we did a big uh, discussion around the changes that are coming to the upcoming Jungle Cruise and I'm really kind of pleased about that podcast because I think we've covered some issues that other podcasts have not really covered. So if you hadn't had a chance to listen to that, take a, take a listen because I think there's some uh, some really good insights as you uh, as you go through that particularly the fact that more than just trying to make it uh, so it's uh, appreciating the diversity of the world around us it's also taking away the aspect that uh, uh, many many of the people that are seen in the jungle cruise are out to hunt animals and uh and really with disney's animal kingdom being all about conservation i don't think it's the correct uh message to to be talking about hunting notwithstanding this is um again this might look busy to you being here in adventureland but i assure you this is a this is a pretty pretty easy going day here's the end of the line for the jungle cruise um, but that's not a long line, to be very honest. That uh, isn't going to take probably, and I'm checking that time frame, but I don't think it was going to say 45 minutes. That's about what you would expect, considering they have to deal with social distancing. That's not a surprise uh, time frame for this. Hey, Kelly. Um, that's not a surprising time frame for this kind of time of day. Up ahead, you see the beginning of the queue for pirates. But even in recent weeks, I've seen it almost twice as long going back and forth in front of the attraction. What I do want to showcase here is that for many weeks, the sail, uh, which is the signature sign for the attraction, has been actually missing. They needed to replace it, and it has been replaced. and. Uh, it uh, shows you uh, what this attraction is all about. So nice, nice little replacement there. Of course, our little matey is up in the top, uh, keeping a weathered eye out. It's called a crow's nest up there. And uh, if you're not familiar with the concept of a crow's nest, they would release uh, the crow at the top of it. and. Uh, if it didn't come back, that was probably a sign that uh, that land was not too far away. So, um, at any rate, the uh, 35 minutes is our wait time here in Pirates of the Caribbean. We'll uh, 
keep moving forward. Now we're here at Splash Mountain. The boats are heading down Chickapin Hill. And uh, the guests nearby, uh, Big Thunder Mountain, are in queue for that attraction as well. But the thing that I really wanted to show you while we're here in Frontierland is that the Rivers of America, which have been under construction since uh, before the Christmas holidays, those, well, the waters have returned. And uh, it's looking just beautiful. Water is looking gorgeous on the island, but there is still construction going on. There's still some activity. If you take a look at that windmill, you'll see that there was a space over there and uh, there's clearly more construction to come in that area right right below the windmill i want to show you some other changes that have gone by the way so the rafts have not come back yet it's probably still going to be a few weeks before we see uh, the ability for guests to come and enjoy this river um, but we're going to go around the side let's see what the the mill looks like since it's been reconstructed and by the way while we're over here hopefully you could see some bears at the top of the country bear jamboree on the top porch waving to guests over there um, some of the danger alligators and snakes in the area signs still are present though a lot of those have actually gone away over here, Harper's Mill, which hasn't been painted back, that sign has not been painted back yet, but you'll see that below, there's not landscaping yet, in fact the, the, wind, or the water wheel hasn't started turning yet, they haven't put water through it yet, but you'll see, look at that new rock work that's at the bottom, that was all just... Um, uh, it looks so natural as rock work, but in truth, that was all just uh, uh, chicken wire and metal uh, frame just a couple of weeks ago before uh, uh, they uh, gunited it or added the cement, sculpted it uh, beautifully well done. It looks kind of, looks a little rough right now. I think it needs a little bit of landscaping, although to be honest, even between the rock work, it looks mostly like uh, cement uh, flooring in that area. So I'm not sure if anything's going to go there. We'll have to wait and see. But clearly, there's still more construction to be done on Tom Sawyer Island. In fact, what I found interesting is they cleared some of the trees. Because I have never been able to see the treehouse from a straightaway point of view until just recently. You can see it in the distance and I'm going to uh, kind of close, uh, put it up a little closer so you can see it uh, at the top. It's a nice little, uh, nice little uh, detail on the island. So cool, let's keep going. The Liberty Square Market recently closed for refurb and so they've set up this temporary kiosk for turkey legs folks wanting a turkey leg. I didn't realize it was $13.25. If you have, you know what, I've, you do that once and then you kind of like are over that, uh, in my opinion. Maybe you're a big fan of turkey legs, but I'm not quite there. 
Conversely though, we do have a character cavalcade and it is coming down the street. We have Gaston leading the way on a horse. And um, he actually looks like he knows how to ride that horse there. Maybe. Um, and then beyond it, we have an assortment of Disney characters, including Winnie the Pooh, Alice in Wonderland, and Peter Pan. You notice how they really don't play the parade music. They kind of play this generic kind of piece as they go through. But uh, guests are thrilled to see the characters as they come down the street. Hey, Peter Pan. Hi. And there we have, on the back half, we have Mary Poppins and the Lions. So nice, nice combination. And finishing up is good old Tigger. Bouncing his way through here. Um, maybe not bouncing. But anyway, we have that character called Dave. Coming through front. We are here in front of the Hall of Presidents, which on the day of President Biden's inauguration was closed until President Biden could be added to, to the uh, presentation. So we are looking at many months, probably well into the fall, lucky if it's by the end of the year. Um, so more to come on the Hall of Presidents. Meanwhile, next door, our little Muppets presentation has kind of come and gone a couple of times since reopening during this COVID period. Is it clickbait when somebody suggests that the Muppets are going to take over an existing attraction? I just do not understand why anybody could not do a laugh test on the idea of small puppets being the centerpiece of a massive theater. It just doesn't even make any sense. Uh, just these kinds of rumors drive me crazy. At any rate, let's continue through Liberty Square and on to Fantasyland. We'll pass the riverboat landing, which of course the uh, Liberty Bell is closed until all the changes are made to the river, although they might come back sooner than uh, the Mark, or than Tom Sawyer Island. We'll have to see, I don't know what um, level of re Refurbishment. There's a lot of refurbishment that takes place on all of that wood that is part of the Liberty Bell. And of course, we'll pass by the Haunted Mansion and uh, we are on our way to Fantasyland. Talk about something that has filled the measure of its intent and design. This little break area right here and near the Tangled Restrooms just filled with guests who are taking a break from things, parking their stroller, enjoying. Of course, there's a lot of folks that are just stopping for a restroom break and waiting for their friends and family. Meanwhile, we come by the new small world changes that were added um, just uh, recently to the front decor. And I don't mind showcasing them again because, you know, this is, this was a beautiful facade treatment. The color scheme here is just perfect and ideal on many levels. Colorful and bright. And uh, it's a nice uh, touch to Fantasyland. They put this Cinderella coach and carriage out during Christmas and they're keeping it through Valentine's Day. Again, I think it's a, it's a nice detail. And we're here near Pinocchio's village house. Maybe we'll check. 
so here in Fantasyland, you've got Cinderella, and you've got Peter Pan, and you've got Pinocchio, and you've got Belle and Beast, and the Seven Dwarfs, and Snow White. Did you know that there is an attraction or an offering here at Walt Disney World, which is tied to the 1970s film Robin Hood? It is the Friar's Nook. Yeah, there's the Friar from Robin Hood. And um, actually, I think that actually says 1971 was the year that um, that established in 1971. I think that's how that's stated. Um, any rate, they're not open all day, but they're open for a few hours during the lunch hour for a lot of guests kind of wandering around. They have creamy bacon, macaroni and cheese, tater bites, loaded buffalo chicken, tater bites, brat and tater bites. You see there's a tater uh, concept going around here. And all beef, hot dog and tater bites. So if you need a little bit of Robin Hood, just gotta come to the uh, Friar's Nook and check it out. Next door it's Storybook Treats, which during seasonal times, they've had some really interesting dishes. Uh, not anything big right now, though they do have their Peter Pan float and that is a very popular um, treat for a lot of folks looking for something in the middle of the afternoon in Fantasyland. And beyond you see a lot of guests just laying back, enjoying, taking a break, parking their stroller, enjoying the uh, 100 acre wood of Winnie the Pooh. And uh, it's just another beautiful day in the Magic Kingdom. It would not be a complete update if we didn't have a Tron moment to check on progress being made, particularly on the canopy. You hear a lot of welders going on. There's what? I, I count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight cranes with workers up there trying to, uh, to weld pieces of the scaffolding together. So uh, a lot of manpower being poured on this thing and uh, who knows when it's gonna open, but uh, that's the status and it's, uh, it's looking good, but boy, there's more. You see the welding, uh, uh, the, the little flame dust, so to speak, falling from one of those welding uh, welders up there. A lot of work being put to get this all together and make it happen for guests. Now, the, I should say the coaster pieces are pretty much all there. This is about the canopy that covers that coaster. In fact, actually, if you see the orange um, plastic, that's actually the coaster portion. It's been covered up so uh, none of the welding or none, nothing gets damaged with the coaster itself. So this is not about putting the coaster in. This is about putting in the canopy that goes with that coaster. Wow. All right. Well, the disappointing news in Tomorrowland again is that the people mover is not working. However, yeah, I told David Sonola the other day, I feel like I need to do something equivalent to talk soup for podcasts and posts because somebody reported, not going to mention names, somebody led with a headline that basically said, yeah, people mover smashes, crashes into another people mover. Well, so you all know, these things do not have brakes on them. They work off electrical impulses, magnets that push them along. 
When the electricity gets cut, they coast to a conclusion. At the front and back of each of them are big bumpers to keep them from getting wrecked. And they work just the way they're supposed to. But again, somebody uses it as clickbait to show the video of one people mover going into another with really nothing to see. Any rate, what I would like to see is a people mover that works and a people mover that's operating. And hopefully the next time I'm here at the Magic Kingdom, we're gonna see just that. All right, we're here at Tomorrowland Terrace. A little word about my lunch today from uh, Tomorrowland Terrace, which includes specialties from the Harbor House. Since it is closed, I just felt this need for lobster roll and I'll explain why, because I was at uh, Rosie's over at Disney's Hollywood Studios and I went to order and it offered a quote-unquote lobster roll. I have since discovered that quote-unquote really means it's not lobster, it really means that I'm getting a plant-based meal. And I have to say the Heart of Palms, it wasn't a bad sandwich. It actually was fairly tasty, but it was not a lobster roll. And uh, it was a little frustrating. I think I'm gonna have another program talk about that. But in the meantime, I just had to grab myself some hush puppies and lobster roll and try out this new mini brown. See what comes out. I'll give you a little bit of a review later. Not sure that I've showcased the 2021 um, brightly colored merchandise here, um, but we're taking a look at it as we enter into the Emporium and uh, continuing our journey through the store. Now this is where the social distancing thing is a little harder. You gotta be a little bit more conscious of where you're stopping and going, but still, um, it's not unreasonable. And by the way, oh, here's some Soul merchandise. I think I, I actually, Talked about that in my last Disney's Hollywood Studios update. So that's what's going down on that. And, uh, yeah. and of course, a lot of Mandalorian stuff. You see that? <clears throat> and uh, it's all looking nice, but uh, nothing really sticks out this afternoon in the store. So from here, we will head back out. What's interesting is you see that same cavalcade exiting, but over here at the train station, you see Mickey and Donald. There's Donald. So, hey, we did find Donald. Mickey and Minnie and, and Pluto and Daisy and uh, some of the dancers, and they're kind of joining in in that same dance vibe. So they're kind of playing off the dance music that's kind of gone through and now the dance music's gone and it's all come back to what it is. So there we go. And another reminder of how you need to cover when you're here, but it's all good. And uh, we've had a good short visit to the Magic Kingdom, but it's given us a chance to cover a number of things that are going on in the park check it out and enjoy it and uh, i'm on to disney's boardwalk thanks to the skellies they've comped us a night over at the boardwalk so we're going to check that out and hopefully in a future podcast give you a review of what's going on at the boardwalk meanwhile be sure 
to check out um, and subscribe to our Disney at work and Disney at play.com, Disney at play.com, Disney at work.com pages. Make sure you uh, check out J. Jeff Cobra on YouTube and subscribe to that for new videos as they come out because this is often both a video and a podcast when we are in the parks. And be sure to check out our new Patreon group, the uh, Wayfinder Society, where we've got some great interactive apps and very cool features for you to explore. This, if you are a Disney fan, you this is the must-have. So visit the Patreon Society, our new Patreon group, the Wayfinder Society. Thanks for joining us. And in the words of, well, Sinbad's storybook voyage, so far away at Tokyo Disney, Follow the compass of your heart. Have a great day. We'll see you real soon.